Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Good morning, Edwin. Good morning, Andrew. Happy Monday to you and to all of our Text Talk listeners. Happy Monday. New chapter, new Text Talks, John 6. Mm hmm. And we are excited about it. <laughs> no, we were talking. We were talking uh, before we, before the mics went hot. This is a long chapter. Long, yeah, seventy one verses, and uh, we kind of got into that a little bit last week too. You know, chapter five was forty seven verses, and uh, just more than we could even talk about in in five episodes. Yeah. So we're going to have to be judicious in our in our readings and discussions this week. Yeah. So instead of reading the whole chapter today, I mean, with the forty one verse one last week, it took like half of the fifteen minutes, and so we're just going to go ahead and break this one up. I am going to read John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15. We'll talk a little bit about feeding the 5,000. And I really want to focus on the declaration that Jesus is a prophet or the prophet. So let's listen carefully for that. John chapter 6, verse 1, English Standard Version. After this, Jesus went away to the other side of the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a large crowd was following him because they saw the signs that he was doing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. Now the Passover, the feast of the Jews, was at hand. Lifting up his eyes then, and seeing that a large crowd was coming toward him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread so that these people may eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. Philip answered him, Two hundred denarii worth of bread would not be enough for each of them to get a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they for so many? Jesus said, Have the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down, about five thousand in number. Jesus then took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to those who were seated, so also the fish as much as they wanted. And when they had eaten their fill, he told his disciples, Gather up the leftover fragments, that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up and filled twelve baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. Perceiving then that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself." Wow, how confusing. The people wanted to make him a king, and he left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, apparently their notion of king was not the same as his notion of king. Apparently not. Their apparently notion not. Of, their notion of what the prophet and the Christ were going to do when he got there was different than what the actual notion of the prophet and the Christ was when he got there. We do this see this amazing account of a miracle, and this is one that's in all of the Gospels, the feeding of the 5,000 very significant miracle in the ministry of Christ. And we see how the people respond to it. I mean, he is on the zenith of popularity right now. Sold, man. You you should be our king. So let me tell you what this is not about. Mm. This is not a lesson about sharing. Okay. And here's why I point that out. Uh, two things. One, those who are skeptics, when when the you know historical Jesus crowd, the uh, Jesus seminar crowd get yeah. a hold of this, of course, they have an a priori idea that they're just no miracles by anyone ever. And sure. so when they come to this, they're like, okay, this is not a miracle. So what happened? 
oh, there was this nice little young boy who, of all the thousands of people there, he's the only one willing to share. But once he pulls out his lunch and says, okay, I'll go ahead and share, then everybody else started pulling out their lunches. And lo and ah. behold, when everybody started pulling out their lunches, they had so much they could have 12 baskets left over. And boy, what a great lesson we learn about when we share, we'll all have enough. So the people were faking and hiding their food in this construction, yes. and, and the apostles weren't even aware of that when they tell Jesus, we don't have enough money to buy bread for all these people. And that does not fit the story, and I will just point out here in John, so this is verse 13, so they gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves mm. left by those who had eaten. The story is told in John lets us know clearly this is not an issue of five barley loaves produced thousands of barley loaves because of people sharing. No, no, they had five barley loaves. And when it was all said and done, they had 12 baskets of fragments from those five loaves. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so that, that rendition is just denying what the scripture says. Yeah. And we need to understand that. So here's the second reason I bring that up is just to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't I don't know why this ever happened, but I've noticed in VBS materials and in Bible class materials when this story gets taught to kids, the big lesson they want people to see is, oh, we need to be like this boy and share. Now, Andrew, do we need to share? Yes. There's plenty of Bible teaching on sharing, but I have sure. to tell you, knowing and what share those, it with Jesus. Knowing what those skeptics say about this, I just don't want to make this story about sharing. I want it to be about what it's about. It's about the fact that Jesus demonstrates himself to be the prophet. Jesus demonstrates himself to be the Christ and the Messiah. So let's teach our lessons about sharing, but man, let's do that from the passages that are really about sharing. And from this one, let's point out that Jesus was able to take five barley loaves, two fish, feed thousands upon thousands of people. I want you to notice it says that it's 5,000 men. Mm -hmm. So this, this may mean only 5,000 men and then add to it wives and children Other who came along. So we might be talking actually 10,000 people. I, mm -hmm. I mean, just thousands and thousands. But at the very least, mm -hmm. 5,000 yeah. with five loaves and two fish. And that's Jesus. That's our Savior. That's our King. So the people's response was, this is truly the prophet who mm -hmm. is to come into the world. And something that we've been highlighting in our reading through John this time is this back and forth discussion of the prophet. Yes. There is an expectation among the people of this time that the prophet would appear, a messianic expectation. And that goes back to a prophecy of Moses back in Deuteronomy chapter 18, that there would come a prophet, one like him even one greater than Moses that everyone needs to hear. But at the same time, there's always the danger of false prophets and yes. people leading them astray. And here they are saying, truly the prophet who's to come into the world. The, that, yeah, that's the question. Which prophet is Jesus? Is he the Deuteronomy 13 false testing prophet who has signs and wonders, but is teaching people to go after another God and therefore is leading people astray and, and, and needs to be executed? Or is he that Deuteronomy 18 prophet you just brought up, the one who has signs like Moses? And you get to Deuteronomy 34, and what's said there is, yeah, sure, we, I mean, essentially, I'm paraphrasing what the point was. Yeah, sure, there are prophets that have come after Moses, Joshua, Samuel, all right, of these people, right. but there's nobody who's done stuff like Moses. Yeah. And what John is showing us is, well, here's a guy that does stuff like Moses, and what we have here is Jesus 
giving food, performing a multiplying miracle, able to take care of folks who, by the way, are out in a desert place, feeding them out in a wilderness, Mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, What is this? This is Jesus demonstrating himself to be the new Moses. And he follows this line of biblical prophets. I think that's one of the interesting connections to my mind is some of the miracles that Jesus gives are completely unique. We'll talk about one of those in this chapter about the the walking on water. Uh, but this particular one uh, follows a line of, uh, of a kind of a miracle that true prophets have done. Mm-hmm multiplying food, yes, uh, feeding the hungry. Now, he takes it to a whole other level, but uh, if I'm considering, well, what kind of prophet is this? He is doing the signs of the true prophets. He's walking in this same lane. I appreciate you bringing it up as being a line of prophets and a line of miracles and a theme because it's not just Moses with the manna in the wilderness. Yeah. In 1 Kings chapter 17. Oh, wait, slow down there. What do you mean manna in the wilderness? Okay, it's not just it's not just Moses who when they when the Israelites get out into the wilderness and they don't have food and they pray about that and or well they complain about right, it. They complain. God, uh, Moses turns to God and God produces daily manna. Okay, that is that food from heaven that they didn't know what it was, yeah. but they were able to collect it every day and make they were it, able to eat. Yeah, and make it into bread and cakes and so 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 Moses is the one is one God worked through to bring bread to the people. Yes. Okay. Then we find Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 17 with the widow of Zarephath. God had sent a famine upon Israel because of their idolatry. But Elijah goes and God tells Elijah to go to this widow's house and finds out that she doesn't have very much. And he says, look, just go ahead and feed me and watch what happens. And so she does. And then for the entire time of the famine, her flour and oil never run out. It just continues on. It is a multiplying food. Yeah. And then you have in Second Kings chapter 4, Ooh, verses can, 1 through 7. This can happens. I read that one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So this is Elisha, the mm-hmm. man of God. And the scripture says in that place, Then a man came from Baal, Shalisha, and brought the man of God bread of the first fruits, 20 loaves of barley bread. Hmm, barley bread sounds familiar. And newly ripened grain in the knapsack. And he said, Give it to the people that they may eat. But his servant said, what? Shall I set this before 100 men? He said again, give it to the people that they may eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left over. So he set it before them and they ate and had some left over, according to the word of the Lord. So, yeah, so there's Elisha with a multiplying of bread. Yeah. This is very similar to what happens with Jesus. That's in 2 Kings 4, 42 through 44. Uh, previously in that chapter, there was also the woman that he met with, the widow, who is a widow of one of the sons of the That's prophets. Right. She's indebted. This son of the prophet has left behind an incredible amount of debts. Yeah. The creditors are coming to get it, get everything. They're going to mm-hmm. take everything. Mm-hmm. So she's crying out to Elisha, what do I do? And he says, go collect all the pictures. All in the, the neighborhood pots, all the jars and start pouring your oil into it and from one pot from one mm-hmm. jar she's able to pour pour oil into all kinds of jars and then sell it and pay off her debts mm-hmm. multiplying ministry mm-hmm. and that's that's what a miracle is what i mean a multiplying miracle and then this one that you just read regarding the the and that's when straight up a parallel to jesus yeah. taking bread and multiplying it to take a small amount and feed a large number jesus 
in feed, his miracle, feed, in his miracle, Elisha, you know, he's feeding a, a hundred men or more with, with, these with how many loaves? Twenty loaves of barley bread. Twenty loaves to feed a hundred, and they're like, "No, that'll never work." Jesus takes five loaves uh-huh. and two fish to feed at least five thousand plus, and has twelve baskets uh-huh. left over. Yeah, and the people, having witnessed this miracle, they declare this is indeed the prophet. There is a reason why they declare that, mm-hmm. and that's because they knew the accounts of the prophets. They said this: this is the thing. True prophets, True prophets do. do yeah. True prophets do this. This is the prophet, the one that Deuteronomy 18 told us about, the one that Deuteronomy 34 said hadn't come yet. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. Mm-hmm. We need to follow him. He, he's the one. That, and, and boy, I will say, right now, it sure seems like we've got good things happening with these people. They're getting it. They're understanding. Yes. I mean, I know so in a happy. couple of days we're going to find out even their declaration here is is not necessarily coming from the right place. Yeah. But what we do have is John presenting the confession mm-hmm. and the declaration. And as we're reading John's gospel, we're reading his account, we're recognizing, okay, as I'm trying to figure out who Jesus is, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. I don't want to say that in the same mistaken way they did, but I do want to say that. He's the guy. He's the prophet. Of course, uh, there's earlier in the gospel, there's some indication that at least for a time, their idea of the prophet and the Christ may have been two different people. But as we're going through John, we're seeing that, no, those are actually the same person. Jesus is the Christ. He is the prophet. The one fella is all of that rolled up into one. It's going to merge into a prophet, priest, and a king. Hey, just real quick. He did not want to be an earthly king over those people at that time. No. you You know what's wonderful about the gospel? He wants to be your king. He does. He wants to be my king. Yes. And he's inviting people to come and make him the king over their life. Yes. If they will humbly submit to his gospel, confess that he is the Lord and be baptized for the forgiveness of their sins. Yes. Uh, The prophet, the priest, the king, the Christ, he'll save you and he'll be the Lord of your life. He'll be your king. And uh, we'd love to help you with that. If we can in any way, please reach out to us. You can send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, or reach out to us on the Facebook discussion group for Text Talk. We really, really would like to help everyone uh, to be subjects of the one true and living King, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. Well, let's have a word of prayer together. Our great God and Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that we have time to open up your word and to study it. Father, to reflect upon this incredible miracle where Jesus multiplied the loaves and the fishes and fed the 5,000. And it was an evidence. It was a proof to those that were there, to those who got to taste and see that the Lord is good. Truly, the prophet who is to come into the world is Jesus Christ. And we believe that. And we affirm that. And we pray, Father, that that truth might go to everyone who's hearing us today, Father, and that it would change our lives for the good, for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. 
Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna! Christ is captain of the mighty throne.